Welcome, sports fans, to the 19th episode of You Bet. It is Friday, September 30th, 2022. Thank you for joining us today as we discuss sports betting tips, picks, and other good stuff. Everything discussed is for entertainment purposes only. It's always a losing bet to bet where illegal. And remember to never bet what you cannot lose. We're going to check the scoreboard from last week's picks and see how we did, give you some daily wagers that are going on today, and our locks of the week, and much more. Thanks for joining us. We're going to have some fun. So let's go around the horn and see who is on the field today. Let's go over to uh, the master picker. But based on last week's picks, he should have just stayed home and played with himself. Dave, welcome. Good morning, everybody. Yes, you know, you shouldn't bet what you can't lose, but it doesn't make it any easier to lose what you can lose. So just going to make that point. <laughs> oh, so wise, man. Yes, I went a an abysmal two and um, so yes, that that's a technical. Did you, did you say eight? Was that eight? Oh, sorry, I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah, yeah, it was it was not a good weekend. I was very very sad. Did your lock hit? Um, no. No, good, good, good. Okay. Oklahoma sucked, and then San yeah. Francisco sucked. Yeah. I mean, just unbelievable. So you know. It is what it is right now. So we dust it off, we move on, and we just build on a, another good week. So, absolutely, we'll uh, we'll move on from here and hopefully uh, have learned something. So let's go to the man whose locks of the week are like having a password of one, two, three, four, five, weak and easily correct. <laughs> let's go see how Mike is doing this week. God, that hurts a little bit. I had a winning week. I didn't go two and eight. I went four and three. But man, Kansas City, how, how do you how do you lose to the Colts? The Colts aren't good. Uh, I'll get better. Yeah, fuck the Chiefs, right? Right, right, uh, right, Jeff. I'm, I'm there with you. Yes. Uh, well, I'm gonna this, do better. I'm gonna do better this week. I have a feeling. So, so today's uh, theme of the episode is we're gonna do better. Yes. Last week we had a friend of the show on Kyle who uh, was prepared and laid down a lot of good picks. Uh, Mike, if you can remember any of those, uh, you know, can you give an update on on where he, he landed for the week? Yeah, he went uh, four and four, which would normally be juiced, but he, I think he had the best pick. He had he hit his hail mary pick of the Jaguars money line, which was plus two fifty, I believe, and it hit. And it hit easily. I mean, I think they won what thirty-eight to ten. So, yeah, yeah. so I think Kyle definitely had the pick of the week. And thank God he hasn't replaced me yet. <laughs> We're working on the contract details as we speak. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm glad uh, that, that Kyle got an update, and that was a, that was a huge hit for that hit hail mary at plus yes. uh, two fifty. That is that's awesome. So you never have an easy time on a hail mary pick, but right. Jacksonville never trailed, and they just kept piling on. I'm like, damn, maybe they are good. Who knew? Right. Right. Good. So last but not least, it's me. I am Jeff. I am here trying to learn more about how to bet on sports correctly and maybe win some money and help the audience do so as well. But speaking of Hail Marys that are difficult to hit, last week mine did hit, but boy, was that not an easy walk. I had the Clemson <laughs> and Oregon tease, and both of those games were absolutely terrible until like the last 10 seconds of the game, basically where they, they came out and, and won. Uh, even with the tees, it wasn't easy. So that did end up hitting. I ended up going five and three last week, which I was pretty happy with. I forgot that I took the bills that I forgot. And I wish mm -hmm. I, my wallet forgot that too, because they lost to the Dolphins, which was a surprise to, I think, a lot of people. But that yeah, one was- You saw their uh, offensive coordinator at the end of the game. I think he forgot that he was at the game as well. Well, he should work on that. Like, that's his yeah. job. He threw a pretty good tantrum. <laughs> you know, throwing computers, throwing signs. He basically threw everything he possibly could in the booth, and it was pretty oh. damn funny. I'm going to throw him the bird because they should have won that game and helped my picks. So I went five and three, but we also had a few bonus picks for all you watching and hanging out with us on Twitter at ubet underscore podcast on Twitter. 
go there check out the bonus picks that we have during the week sometimes games come up sometimes lines change sometimes we just have like just an epiphany and it's time to bet so check us out there for those that come up we can only do so much with this weekly podcast we are able to keep the conversation going over there on twitter so let's what's uh, your epiphany jeff three samples of bourbon uh no 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 that always helps that was just the that was just the yeah warm-up that was just my bad yeah, that was like an appetizer. Things would be clearer after the three bourbons. They, oh, everything's clearer after bourbon. <laughs> I mean, that's always, and we, we all know this. That's what bourbon's known for. I mean, yes. that's why that's why we do that. So uh, let's get into this. Let's dive right into the daily wagers. And I'm going to go back to you, Dave. What do you like today? What are you seeing out there that the audience should pick for our daily wagers? Well, what I'm seeing today is that we have um, rounding up, getting to the end of the MLB season here. We have teams that have already clinched that are in, and we have teams that are right on the brink that are fighting for a wild card. So my daily pick today is looking at the Philadelphia Phillies. Mm -hmm. They're playing against the Nationals. Um, It's minus 190. The Philly is just coming off of a loss to the Cubs. So that's going to bite a little bit there. So they need to win to kind of keep into their position here. Uh, they are, they, they're, they're looking okay, but you know what? It's that position that's within the wild card there that they're going to follow. So I like my, my daily pick today is the Phillies. Excellent. Excellent. I'm not seeing a line on that yet. There's something changed there or they even got minus the picture yet for the nationals. Maybe now it's minus minus one ninety. It's, um, uh, for the Phillies, it's a falter. He's five and four uh, against Feedy for Washington. Washington again. I mean, they're they're abysmal. They're fifty four and one hundred one. Um, they're packed up. They're done. Yeah. I like it. I like the pick. Packed up in, in August, I think. <laughs> excellent, excellent pick of today. The daily wager. Uh, back over to you, Mike. For your daily wagers, what do you like out there? Uh, I've got two daily wagers today. Um, I will admit I did these picks last night and I didn't see the line, but I'm like, well, it seemed like a good pick. Uh, Dodgers are just really good and it's Kershaw day, um, which uh, again, he's 10 and three. He's just coming back kind of from injury. So I think he's actually going to, this is his final preview, I believe before uh, the playoffs. So he's going to be firing on all cylinders. He's playing against uh the Rockies and cool who I don't think will be cool. Uh, but I just noticed they have a line out and it's minus three eighty. which wow. Apparently I was right in picking that the Dodgers have a really big advantage in this game. So I'm going to stick with it. Uh, it's, it's a risky pick just because you've got to basically risk almost, you know, if you bet a hundred bucks, you're going to win 25. So it's, Vegas also knows that this is going to be a good pick, but since I wrote it down, I'm going to stick with my Dodgers pick and hope that I don't end up with four losses on the first pick of the day. I'm seeing 420 now, Mike. Ooh, Moly. 420. Oh, Minus geez. 420. Yeah. Smoke so up, it's up, Johnny. <laughs> exactly. So again, uh, not a lot of value at all with this pick, but I guess if you just want to. You just want to start off with a with a with a little bit of win, a little bit of money, and a little bit of, like a win just to feel good about yourself. I think you just take the Dodgers. Yeah. Just- I mean, it's always good to start off with the high risk because then the rest of the week looks, you know, weekend looks better. You know, it, right? So everything's going to be easier after a four twenty line. <laughs> no, like I said, I didn't see the line before making that pick. All I wrote down was Kershaw Day, yay! And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Vegas is like, hmm. We know it's Kershaw Day too. So <laughs> go Dodgers. Anyway, you could uh, you could you could uh, do a value bet on that though, and uh, take the Dodgers minus one and a half at one sixty three if you're trying to you know cut the juice a little bit. Yeah, uh, you know what? I agree. I I. I I'm just going to stick with it. I'm just going to take the win. Roll. I hope. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to switch over to college football tonight. Um, there's actually going to be a good game over at the Rose Bowl. Uh, I have UCLA playing Washington. And both of these offenses have scored 
they average about 40 points a week. Um, and the over under is 64. So I bet the over 64 and a half. Both teams can score. They've granted they've played weak teams, but they've also given up like 20 points a game. So I think two high powered offenses with shaky defenses in an it's going to be beautiful out here today in Southern California. So I don't think weather will be an issue. So I know weather's Not- never an issue out here. I know, I know. So as I always say, we only get about 320 very nice days a year out here. So you got to enjoy them while you can. Uh, I will take the over 64 and a half on this game tonight. Bam. Boom, boom. Big picks for your daily wagers. I'm with you on that game, uh, you know, for, for tonight. I like uh, I like a lot about what's happening at that game with Washington at UCLA. Washington is uh, ranked 18th currently. They're both 4-0, so you know they're going to come. They're going to be able to play some actual football, which is great. The uh, Washington is third in passing yards and fifth in total yards at 530 is their average. Holy right. smokes. Uh, so I, I do like all of what you're saying there, Mike. Um, UCLA has played no one. Uh, Washington at least has uh, played Michigan State and Stanford. Michigan State, you know, not really the, 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 uh, how they have been in previous years. But still, I would say that that was a little more competition than what UCLA has faced. So I like the money line here on Washington. I have it at minus 145 money line. Uh, you know, the odds were uh, minus three. I don't want that. I think there's wishing, I just want to bet for Washington to win outright. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring, Mike. So I, I'm with you uh, there. But uh, I like the money line here at 145. Uh, take Washington tonight at UCLA. That is my daily wager in football. But I have picks on baseball too, because I like. These, this time of year for baseball, and you know I'm going with my Blue Jays over at Red Sox. The Red Sox are visiting the Blue Jays. Uh, they're gonna, the Blue Jays will be at home. They're minus 200, not 420. They're minus <laughs> 200, uh, and they need a win to to clinch the wild card. I think they're going to do it tonight against a Red Sox team that's been having just a lot of difficulty. So I think that uh, you stick with them. They have Mano- uh, Blue Jays have Manoa on the mound. He's 15 and seven. He's got a 2.31 ERA. Last time they met, it was six to five. So I'm also going to pick dun, 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 the over as well. So I like Blue Jays and the over tonight. Not going to, to parlay it. I've learned my lesson. So I'm yes. just going to keep them separate as bets. The over eight and Blue Jays at minus 20. Same game. All the money and, uh, you know, put all your chips on, on one spot. Uh, but at least it'll be easier to uh, to watch the ticker for that. But so Blue Jays uh, beating the Red Sox at minus 20. And the over of eight is my baseball daily wager so we are looking solid tonight and we're going to be setting up what's undoubtedly going to be a successful weekend overall (laughs) with all of our picks so let's get into one of our favorite things to communicate speaking of good picks speaking of things that our audience needs to hear is our locks of the week Yeah. Feeling it. Woo. Locks of the week. Lock or locks of the week. Dave, back to you. What is your lock or locks? I, I got two. Um, first one going back to baseball. Looking at uh, Mariners versus the A's. Mariners, again, uh, trying to stay and fight and make sure that they stay in their position in the wild card and they don't drop down. So I got the Mariners versus the A's. Minus 278 Gilbert on the mound. Um, he's one of their aces, 13 and six with the 3.29 ERA against Waldachuk for the A's at a 7.12. Waldachuk. Waldachuk. Um, 7.12 ERA. Again, we've talked about this. The A's, uh, A's packed it in a long time ago. They are a horrible flipping team. And this is just one where the Mariners are going, thank God we get to play these guys near the end of the season. So I got Mariners versus the A's minus 278. My other one here is um, Minnesota Golden Gophers over Purdue. Gophers are playing some really good ball. They smoked MSU in Colorado and the other two, you know, little sisters of four teams that they played. Uh, Purdue is two and two, and they haven't really beat anybody that's a real team. So I like uh, Minnesota 
over Purdue minus 12. Hmm. Excellent. Go Gophers. Good picks, Dave. All right. That's your locks of the week. And let's go over to uh, you, Mike. What are your lock or locks that you'd like to share? It was funny when Dave said Minnesota, I thought we were going to have the same lock of the week, but we did not. I did not see him going to college. I'm actually going to go to the Minnesota team that plays professional football in Minnesota, I guess. Minnesota team. That, yeah, it works out. Um, trust me, it works out. Um, and now because of that, I lost the quarterback's name. Oh, God. Who's quarterback from Minnesota? Brett Favre. <laughs> no. He was, but no. Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Yes, Kirk Cousins is not good in prime time, but he's good at every other time. And he's playing over at London. So I think Minnesota Vikings minus three playing in London at 630 in the morning on Sunday. Well, 630 in the morning for me is my lock of the week. Wait, what does that mean? What does that mean for you? Is that is that Eastern time? Is that Australian time? Pacific time. It's Pacific Pacific time. time. Yeah, okay. 6.30, well, how about 9.30 a.m. for normal people? 6.30 a.m. for me. Uh, yes, the Vikings, minus three over the Saints. Uh, Winston, quarterback, is already banged up for the Saints. Uh, Minnesota's coming off a uh, another primetime loss, but they are a good team. I think they're much better than the Saints, and I only got to cover a field goal. So I think Minnesota, minus three, is my lock of the week. Excellent. The professional team playing in Minnesota, but playing in London. Nice. Yes. Yes. Nice. They teach those those Brits a thing or two about real football. That's right. Yeah. All right. So my lock of the week. And you know what? I just I went away from it, came back, went away, came back. I like it. I'm taking the Browns over the Falcons. I'm taking it as my lock of the week. It's only add minus one and a half. For Cleveland, I so they basically just have to win the damn game. They're two and one. They should be three and zero. Oh. Falcons are one and two, and they should be zero and three. <laughs> so, like, I do think that uh, the Browns have the upper hand here. They, uh, you know, and I looked at one of the things that really kind of pushed me over the edge of making this my lock of the week is their uh, the 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 rushing defense of the Falcons which is uh, about you know 16th in the league, which means they are going to take a beating from Chubb and others. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be on the ground. It's going to be running. Jacoby would throw really well. They've had a couple extra days to rest uh, for this game. So they will, might be playing without uh, Recky McPorsche face, but without <laughs> him, we'll, we'll see if he's going to make it or not. Uh, Recky McPorsche <laughs> But without, with or without him, I don't think it matters for this one. I think the Browns are going to beat up on the Falcons quite well. And that one and a half is going to be an easy, easy beat. So that is my lock of the week. Yeah. All right. Locks of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Never gets old. No, never, (laughs) ever gets old. So. Those are our locks, but there is a lot of other things happening out there in the universe. Mike, I'm going to throw it back to you for the best of the rest. What else did you like out there that you'd recommend throwing some dollars around on? I think uh, my first best of the rest, I'm going to go back to college football. Um, I think the Michigan Wolverines actually bounce back. They, uh, they're minus 11 on the road against Iowa. Uh, They, uh, they struggled last week and still won because uh, we, we've discussed that uh, Jim Harbaugh is a dick. And I think because he's a dick, he's going to win this week. So I'm not going to – he's going to bounce back and blow this team out. So I'm going to bet on him recovering from his past mistakes for one week. And I will take Michigan minus 11 over Iowa. Uh, then I'm going to switch back over to the NFL uh i actually have an interesting pick here i like the detroit lions as a favorite what yes they're allowed to be favorites detroit minus four not even like a minus one or two minus four at home against the seahawks because 
and I, I don't think I can remember the last time I said this, but I don't think Seattle can keep up with the Detroit Lions explosive offense. Yes, they are like the number three team in scoring with 94 points already. They're they're ridiculously good on offense. And unfortunately, <laughs> they're really bad on defense. <laughs> yeah. But Seattle can't score. They are just not good. So minus four at home with a chance to go two and two to start the season. I I, I got to take Detroit there. They seem to like their coach and play hard for him, even though he's a little crazy. And maybe that's why they like him. It's because he's a little crazy. So I'm always going to bet on the crazy coach with explosive offense at home against a bad team. Write that rule down. It's, I have to say that if anybody can sense a team that uh, cannot score, that should be you, Mike. <laughs> that sounds really personal. All of a sudden, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna switch over to my next pick and just kind of let that go. Jeez. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. We're in a podcast here. Sorry. Let me let me figure out what's going on. Oh, my last my last best of the rest. Thanks, friends. Uh, <laughs> it's the. Over on the Baltimore and Buffalo game, as I'm sure a lot of people are going to talk about. Oh, no. Oh, no. You're coming. Uh, Ravens can score a lot. Bills will bounce back. Ravens give up a lot of points. 51. Easy layup. Yay. Baltimore, over. 54. 51. Damn it. Maybe they'll score 54. Perfect. Excellent. awesome. excellent best of the rest mike thank you and and sorry to share about your ability to score so uh we'll move along from that uh to uh to dave here what do you like for the best of the rest uh you know and and what was really learned from last week um last week what i learned is that you'll have losing weeks and that's okay um, you shouldn't be scared to keep on moving on. So, uh, my best of the rest here is I got Steelers. Oh, oh that, was appropriate. That, was just, that was fate. Yeah. That was fate. Oh, it was not me. Oh. <laughs> there you go. I paid you back with a little bit of love. There you go. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win our winner. Check fire our crew. Week. Our crew is no good. Yeah. So, I got uh, Steelers minus three and a half versus the Jets. Um Jets. Uh, I, I like that. I think the Steelers are still playing good ball. They play, they play close games, um, and they're looking at the Jets as a team that they can beat and kind of stay in the hunt here a little bit. Uh, my other best of the rest here is I got Browns over Baltimore over. Uh, the over unders on those games are forty seven and fifty one. Tease them down to forty one and forty five. So I think the Browns will give up a lot of um, points. I also think Atlanta gives up a lot of points. Uh, the only uh, and, and the, well, there's not going to be an issue for these. Um, also, I got OSU first half over 58. Am I going to do that? No, um, it's not. <laughs> that's that's the over for the entire game. But I like the first half over, which is 33 and a half. They're playing Rutgers. Yeah. I think OSU can have 35 points in the first half. Um, and OSU in the first half is minus 25 and a half. I'm not going to play that either. Um, but I do like uh, over 33 and a half. That is my best of the rest. Hmm. Excellent. Way to lay off that over. Mike's going Mike, to do it first. Go ahead. Mike's going to put, he's, he's going to be, you're going to follow me on that one. I'll, we'll talk after the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's yeah, all right. We'll, we'll we'll share whatever happens on Twitter if it happens after the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So to my best of the rest, I I channeled my inner Dave, and I looked at the Alabama Arkansas game and said that over is too low. I'm Ooh. taking the over sixty one on that game. I think that Alabama is going to really show off uh, and really showcase their offense, which they already have an amazing offense. 
and they are going to put up a lot of points. I think Arkansas can answer quite a bit here. So it is going to be a score fest. They're going to be tired because they're going to be running up and down the field. Arkansas has a terrible defense, which is not going to help out the situation much, except for adding more points to my win. So over 61 with Arkansas uh, at home versus Alabama. Uh, I like that and enjoy running up the score, both teams. Thank you very much. The next one, jumping over to the NFL. I got a tease, a little nice. teaser going on here with the uh, Patriots and the Packers. I like the Packers here. Uh, the line's at minus nine and a half. The Packers, um, I, I think they are quite the dominant team in the situation. Patriots are struggling. They do not look like they're playing very well at all. Uh, with the Packers coming off of the, the, the barely a win against the, the tough Buccaneers, I think they're going to be in prime condition to continue to, to dominate on both sides of, of the ball here. And plus, I go back to what they did to the Bears, right? 27 to 10 against the Bears. And the Bears are shaping up to be a little more competitive than I think we originally thought, too. While the Patriots continue to uh, decline against everybody that they're playing against. I mean, these guys, they took a whooping against the, the Ravens uh, uh, last week. So I do like this first half of my tease. So I tease that down from nine and a half to three and a half. I think that's a pretty easy uh, touchdown or so win for the Packers over the Patriots. From a tease it with what we've already talked about here, we guess we all kind of like this game, is the Bills at Ravens. Tease it with the over there. The over is uh, 51. So I think that uh, if I do my math correctly, that teases that down to 45 for the over. I think that is a very achievable number for this uh, the Bills and the Ravens. The Bills coming off that surprising loss to the Dolphins last week and to come out and try to fight. And Ravens have been putting up points every single game. So I'm going to tease that one. I got the Packers and the Bills-Ravens over as a tease for my last best of the rest. So that's the rest. So let's go and see the, what else we'd like for. Dropping back in the pocket, looking. There's the Hail Mary headed for the end zone. And it is. It is our Hail Mary picks of the week. Hail Mary going deep, figuring out those long shots, kind of like Kyle's uh, Jags pick last week. What, uh, Mike, do you like for your Hail Mary to recommend to our audience? Uh, this is a strange line to me, and I try to usually avoid strange lines, but I guess it's a Hail Mary pick. It makes sense. Um, my Hail Mary is the Kentucky Wildcats money line. They're the number seventh ranked team, and they're getting a touchdown. So I got them. I'm like, they should just win. I know they're playing Ole Miss, who's playing pretty well, but I think if I can take the number 17 just to win, at a money line at plus seven, I'm assuming the money line's probably about two something with that. I think it's a pretty good pick. So my Hail Mary is the Kentucky Wildcats football team. Excellent. Not the basketball team. Not the basketball team? Not yet. yet? Not yet. Give it Not time. Yet. Not yet. We're getting it. Sticking with college football. Excellent. Hail Mary money line, right? That's what you said. Money line. Money line. Excellent. Excellent. Dave, what do you like for your Hail Mary? I'm going to stick with uh, stay in the NFL here and stick with the very hot Jacksonville uh, Jaguars at Philly plus six and a half. I think though, if you really want to play, have some fun with this. No, they have a chance of winning this thing outright as well. So that is at plus two twenty. But take your pick, Jacksonville either getting the plus six and a half or take the money line plus two twenty. How bold you want to be? Oh, I like it. I think, I think we're here to be bold. We're not here to, to pussyfoot yeah. around, right? I mean, this is this is laying down some wagers. I know. Yeah, so Mike, I didn't come Mike, here to see the tour line. star lay up. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, your money line uh, for Kentucky is plus 220. Oh, okay. That's close. I like it. I like it. All right. So um, I stayed with, uh, with college football for, for my Hail Mary here. Again, I'm picking another tease for my Hail Mary because that's what I do. I like uh, Oklahoma teasing that one down against TCU. Um, I mean, Oklahoma's coming off uh, an upset. Uh, 
you know, last game, they last time they played each other, they, you know, they actually, I don't know why that even matters, but they destroyed them. And uh, they have a good, uh, good pass defense and the rush game against TCU. They tease that down. They just have to win the damn game. So I like Oklahoma, who's ranked 18th against TCU for the first half of my tease. For the second half of my tease, going back to my boys in Clemson, who kind of woke up in the fourth quarter, late fourth quarter last week. Hopefully they stay awake and play some football this week. They are minus seven. Tease that down to minus one at home against North Carolina State. I think that's going to be a good game to watch. I think they kind of led me into this, uh, picking this team. I think it's going to be a great game. But Clemson is going to win this game uh, outright, and they are going to win by more than one with the T's. They are just a better team at home. It's going to be uh, Clemson uh, showing what they can do here and why they deserve that number five spot. So my T's is Oklahoma uh, minus 0.5. Does that even matter? (laughs) Does that even really matter? They just need to win the damn game. And then we have Clemson at minus one as the other half of that tease. So those are dropping back in the pocket, looking. There's the Hail Mary headed for the end zone. And it is drop. That is our Hail Mary picks of the week. Love it. Yay. Yay. So like go deep, Clemson, go strong, go Clemson, bold. Yeah. Clemson night game, college game day there. Yeah, that, that's that's going to be a good atmosphere. That's going to be a fun game to watch. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too, especially since it's my Hail Mary pick of the week. I know we'll <laughs> shift the tides in the audience actually watching that game. And uh, we'll put some numbers up for Clemson. So you're welcome, Clemson. Yes. We can feel the forces compiling as we speak. The forces are compiling. That is true. So uh, I'm out of of excellent picks to share for today. I think we went through our list quite well. News-wise, Mike, I just have to check back with you on this. How's Brett Favre doing? I'm concerned. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what's funny? Has anyone heard anything on the news about it? Yes. Yes. Oh, good. Yes. uh, It hasn't been much on SportsCenter. I've been watching, but... um, it's still like something needs to happen to him. I don't know. I, I haven't been following the case too much because it hasn't been too prevalent. So maybe that's just me, but I'm the only one that's not seeing it at this point. Maybe now they're just trying to avoid me. So uh, it's all about I, you, Mike. Does, does anyone have any update to him, as in any kind of charges being pressed, any kind of updates with the case, any kind of. Uh, Issues I think with he's, they're, no, they're talking jail time. Really? Yeah. So I think they're going to come down hard. I mean, that was a significant amount of money. I mean, it, it's it's not like, you know, taking it from, you know, investors or something like that. I right. mean, this is government funds that are supposed to go towards, you know, not-for-profits and good things, you know. Right. And they should come down hard on that. It's not like the dude needs the money. I mean, what the hell? But my other concern here is... Are, can you still get crab legs down in Florida? I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. I mean, it's, the whole state is basically wiped out now. <laughs> All the crabs are now land on land. Oh, Winston's screwed. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I just did a quick little little search here, and uh, it looks like this is going to go, uh, of course, to court, and we're going to figure out the fate of what happens here. I hope that there are many books thrown at him uh, doing this kind of behavior, kind of leveraging your fame and your ability for access to politicians and, and whatever to to really uh, manipulate the system and take you know what should have been, like Dave said, funds that were going to charitable causes and helping out, and honestly, a pretty poor state to begin with, that, uh, that this forest. is yeah this is this is rough and it does not look good at all i mean this is even this is probably worse than dick pics i'm not i'm not sure but uh someone's gonna have to make a, a call on that and i i really hope they don't uh, they don't take it easy here because they, an example needs to be set kind of like what they did with the uh the college uh, uh, uh acceptance scandals right that went on with uh with yeah. aunt becky going to to jail um like oh, they need to make becky. sure they make an example no <laughs> <laughs> Laughlin, make... was that her name? Lori Laughlin? 
she uh, whatever. She doesn't have a name. Yeah. Yeah. Aunt Becky. My Aunt bad. Becky. Aunt, Aunt Becky. Becky. All right. So I have a question or a legitimate question, and maybe some of the oh. audience is, is thinking this too. Given the terrible situation down in Florida, what do they do with the games that were scheduled? Since we're talking about sports and sports broadcast, so we have to talk about sports. So, like, what do they do? Is it just uh, like a game they make up later, like a rainout? <laughs> like, you know, how do they how do they schedule this? It depends. Um, like, they were thinking about the uh, Tampa Bay game on Sunday night, moving to Minnesota to play. Uh, um, like because they're they, in London. Right. Right. So the stadium is available, but. It look, turns out that they can play in the stadium after all. Like, it wasn't hit as hard. Uh, the, the city that was hit the hardest was Fort Myers. And I guess Florida Gulf Coast would play around there. So I don't know if they're college. I don't think they have a college football team. They only have a college basketball team. And I don't know any other. Like, Orlando was hit, but not hit as hard. Like, the the... God, the Fort Myers airport is closed until October 8th. And like they say that coast may not recover for years and years to come. Like it's basically wiped out. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting yeah, pictures of Fort Myers. I, you know, sold no people and whatever that in that area. I, I, I did live there for about almost three years. And the, uh, the Fort Myers beach is decimated and the pier is gone. It's no yeah. longer there. The bridge to Sanibel, which, I mean, it's kind of, I don't want to say it's comical because it's such a tragedy, but they just finished the damn thing. Like it looks brand new and like <laughs> it is gone. Like it's just destroyed and fragmented uh, because of the the winds that and, and water that overtook it, which we always, I thought when they built it, I'm like, this seems low. <laughs> like, why is it so low? Like it's, it's right on the water. Something bad's going to happen. And it did. Yep, you were correct. So we were actually, I was concerned about the Sunshine sun, sunshine Bridge over in uh, St. Petersburg, Clearwater area. If you guys are familiar with that bridge, that's the bridge. I remember this a lot because they was built intentionally to withstand hurricanes. And like, they, it was a big deal. Like, oh, we're building this bridge because we know we can withstand hurricane force winds. Then you drive over it and you're like, really? <laughs> well, well, did it did it survive? It, well, it didn't get hit, so it's ah. so technically yes. It, it, yeah, so so the, that's the deterrent. It's that saving Tampa is the Sunshine Bridge. But yeah. I love that bridge because it's one of my favorite bridges because there's a sign before you get on. It says check gas. Like that's how big the bridge is. Like oh. they, you don't want to run out of gas crossing the to, bridge. Uh, to quote Eddie Murphy. Miss me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. Deep. Deep. Yes. So well, I think that the bridge that did collapse, didn't it? I heard it cut off like thousands of people, like from the mainland. I think that was Pine Island, if I remember correctly. That was the Pine yeah. Island Bridge is no longer there either. I'm not sure what happened Marco Island. I didn't hear any reports from there. I got pictures from Clearwater. Actually, I got I got reports uh, from uh, the other side of Florida, which again, I'm going to link jokes about it, but there were sharks visible in the street in Fort Lauderdale. Oh. So the Sharknado jokes are, you know, easy to Yeah, this that's one. not good. But yeah, they took pictures and they're sending them around that that, that sharks got, got stranded uh, in the streets of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. Like My, Mike's uh, response. That's not good. That's <laughs> not good. That's not good. It's not good. It's not good for the sharks. <laughs> like, uh, like, right, why? Right. I'm actually a little more concerned for the sharks. Yeah, definitely concerned for the sharks. They're not supposed to be there. No. Well, my my sister got 18 inches of rain. Wow. Yeah. They were concerned that their pool was going to flood into their house because they didn't know if the pump could keep up. But it worked. So they kept up. They had a tree fall in their yard and missed everything, which was great. So, so just so you know, depending on the temperature, 18 inches of rain is roughly equivalent to 18 to 20 feet of snow. Yep. So well, for us, in, in, in colder climates, imagine that 20 feet of snow falling on us. That's uh, that's it's a, a tremendous amount. And I mean, Florida is a sandbar. So like you dig, it's sand, like there's no, it, that's just what it is. And it's very good at absorbing water, but it cannot absorb water at that rate. It's mm -hmm. too much water uh, to, and it gets saturated. So, you know, it's because I haven't played it yet. Oh, no. Sorry, Florida. <laughs> Get better at absorbing water. 
No, it was it's a, a terrible, terrible tragedy down there. But it really, this conversation started because I was worried about, you know, communicating to our audience what's going to happen with their uh, their favorite sports teams that may be impacted by the storm. But, well, uh, then uh, other other parts of that, not not hurricane-related, but Miami-related. Um, did you see Tua last night? Oh, my God. That was scary. Oh, no. He should happened? not have been playing. What? So he got a – he was in concussion protocol last week. Um, he got hit. Nothing really crazy, but um, then – so they well, clear him the play for last night. Yeah. And, you know, when I initially saw the hit on him, it looked really bad. And then I saw the replay and, you know, he kind of got twisted around and thrown down and he hit his elbow first and then his head on the on the turf. And he immediately had this neurological reaction where his hands just went all funky and were like right in front of his face. And uh, it, it was really, really bad. You You weren't sure what was going on. But he ended up getting discharged from the hospital last night. You know, rub some dirt on and get back in there. He's there's no way he's playing next week. There's no. absolutely no way. But I that was scary. He that won't play scary. for a month at least. Yeah. I mean, when you say he was okay last week when he cleared, he literally was walk. He got hit. He got up, was walking, and then just fell down yeah. on his own. And I was like, whew crazy like I mean, that really happen. no so and then no. they cleared him to play four days later i'm like mm. yeah I think, like, so, yeah i think that part of the blame has to fall on the Bengals because they dress like zebra and you can't see <laughs> how many there are when they're dressed like zebra so the herd comes at you you don't know the numbers and that had to throw them off a little bit uh oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> they look uh, like zebras. Come on, you can't, you can't deny that. They were white tigers, damn it, white tigers. They were zebras. I kind of liked them. I thought they looked cool. <laughs> they looked different, so I, I did like them trying to to do that. But the zebra jokes were good. Yeah. Are right, any other news going on, guys? Anything else that we would like yeah. to share with our captive audience about what's happening in the world of sports? Dave had something. Yes. Per- Premier League is back now after taking their World Cup friendly uh, break last week. So um, we do have some derbies that are going on this weekend. Uh, we have Tottenham versus our uh, Arsenal, which is the North London derby. Um, another really good game to watch on Saturday is Brighton Hove versus Liverpool. And then my favorite, the Manchester derby. Uh, at 9 a.m. on Sunday, Eastern Time, Man City versus Man U. Um so you got Man City minus 300, minus one and a half. You get them at minus 120. And it's going to be a good game. I mean, Man U sucks. I don't, I hate them, but they're starting to play some better uh, soccer. And then Champions League comes back in the middle of the week. So you got soccer in the middle of the week. You got Premier League at the end of the week. So enjoy. Excellent. Well, do a sh- congrat- shout out. Congratulations to Albert Pujols. I know he's a longtime listener. Hit his 700th home run. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess we'll have to congratulate uh, Aaron Judge as well. A longtime listener as well. Longtime listener. Friend of the podcast. First time caller. <laughs> Aaron Judge. So, uh, a shout out to our hometown team, Guardians. Nine and one in the last 10 games and 20 and four in the last 24. Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. Above 500. Yeah. I totally blew that pick. <laughs> you blew it. <laughs> Nobody picked them to to win the division, yeah. and nobody picked them to go over in their in their games. I think the over under was like what seventy eight. I'm like, yeah, no, they're gonna lose that. I mean, the, they, they, the Guardians have uh, the youngest team in the league. The the Browns have the youngest team in the league, and the Cavs have the youngest team in their league. So, just mm-hmm. a little Cleveland knowledge there. That's that's pretty good, Jeff. I like Thank that. You. you always have the good facts. Oh, the important stuff. Yeah, their ages. And I saw their pizza party, which I thought was cute when the Guardians clinched. Because <laughs> they all couldn't drink? What? <laughs> I think that, that was the, kind of the joke, uh, that they're so young. Uh, they're having a little pizza party. Maybe play some uh, They all have Fortnite. orange wedges. Yeah. Uh, Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Ooh, they probably got tokens. Yeah, they probably got a handful of tokens to play. That's, that's, that's really good. Hopefully there were no fights. Uh, you know, I said, yeah, did see... Fun- now, the funny thing is that when they did clinch, they on TV they went over and they had Tito getting ready to say something to the team. They're like, "Let's go to Tito really quick here and let's listen in." 
and he's talking to him and they go and then all of a sudden you hear him go let's fucking go and they broadcasting it over the uh, uh, valley back sports. to new york that <laughs> uh, uh, was great go tito yeah Tito is good. But, you know, I, I saw, and this is a random note before we wrap up here, I, an argument last night. I, I, I was I was able to read it uh, quite a bit, the comments and people weighing in on it about uh, Barry Bonds coming up again, you know, versus Judge. And I was reading it and I, I kind of felt a little like just, you know, kind of icky afterwards. Like, why did I spend time reading this nonsense? Like, who the hell cares this much? But I just, it just makes me realize how much people don't care about the doping scandals of the past and don't really know where to kind of place it in terms of of um modern record setting in in baseball and how many people really refer to the wrigley field not wrigley field wherever the yankees play um as a little league field (laughs) i didn't realize how many people called that a little league field there was quite a few comments i didn't even get it at first but because i guess it's so small it's so easy to hit home runs that's their kind of their so they're really downplaying the Yankees. I mean, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the Yankees either, but you got to appreciate when somebody comes out like like Judge and does what he does and give him some respect. But they were not, and the uh, uh, the things I was reading last night. Do you guys see that that sentiment too, or is it just something they we're never going to get past? Like people are always going to bring up Bonds and Sosa. Right. And- well, to to start off, the Yankees play at Yankee Stadium, so. <laughs> that should have been your first giveaway, Jeff. <laughs> Why? That's, it's too simple. I can't remember that. <laughs> and it's weird because steroids effectively make you recover faster. And that's the point of them. That's why you get steroids when you're sick or you're trying to recover because it recovers, makes you recover faster. I don't think it makes you, your eye hand-eye coordination any better. And... Bonds was by far the best hitter. And he was actually, he never actually was one of the persons who admitted that he did it. I mean, he might have, he probably did, but they never really proved him. Like with McGuire, they actually found the stuff in his locker. So that's probably a bad sign for Mark. But with Bonds, um, yeah, I, I think they should all be in the Hall of Fame. I think Clemens should. I think. Bonds, Sosa, McGuire should Pete all be Rose. in. Rose. I'm sorry? Rose. Yeah, Pete Rose. Yeah. Oh, Pete so Rose. Oh, Pete Rose? <laughs> yes. Um, because we have Ty Cobb in there who, who basically was a horrible, horrible person too. So, yeah. It's, it's a hall of baseball fame, not a hall of wonderful characters. Right. So, so you follow the commercial. Yeah. I'm not raising your kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, I agree. It's, it's kind of like the argument, like as people who hate Tom Cruise, like why? I mean, who cares what he does in his personal life? He makes great movies. Like why, why would you, why would I mean, who cares what he does? In right. his, but, so I get some of that, but the, the, I don't know. I don't know how I feel yet on the, um, on the steroid thing. So you would say that bonds by far should be recognized for his accomplishments, regardless of his, yeah. Uh, because uh, implications of doping. Plus, I would say sixty percent of the league was cheating. So, juiced up pitchers were throwing to a juiced up bond. So, it's not as if there's everyone else was innocent and he was the only one doing it. Right, Dave. Why, how do you fall on the on that argument? I thought it was the best time in baseball. I mean, you think yeah. about looking at that, and everybody followed it. I mean, it was it was chaos, and who cared? I mean. We all knew what was going on. In fact, I think they did a, a bit on SNL that it was the Royal Olympics. Yes. Where the guy's, like, arms ripped off, you know? So, like, <laughs> who cares? I mean, the purists will always hate it. And But you know what? The way I look at it is all these sports, it's all there for entertainment. You know, dance, monkey, dance. Make me laugh and make me enjoy Give me money. It. Team wallet. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, you know, it, it, and I'm the guy who, you know, you should go out there and support your team no matter what. Now, F you. I'm not going to waste my day going out there if they're going to play like shit. Right. So well, play hard and play good, and then I'll pay money to go watch it. Right. So if it's not entertaining, why am I going to waste my time? <laughs> I wish I could take credit for that. Uh, well, the other thing is, 
is would you consider Gatorade a sports drink a performance enhancement? It re- it's supposed to refresh your body real quick when you're tired. Or Red Bull. Red Bull gives you energy. You do a Red Bull before you go to bat. Is that considered performance enhancing? If you have a headache and you take Tylenol so your head doesn't hurt, is that a performance enhancement? Right. You put so, you know icy hot on your muscle, or you take a, a shot that numbs an area to go play. Is that performance enhancing? Yeah. What about your ED medication, Mike? <laughs> that doesn't really help the performance. Apparently, it's a different at bat. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 really I, good I, points. Really good points. <laughs> and you so, ruined it. No, I enhanced it. I enhanced it. Yes, I'm enhanced out. it. Fantastic. I enhanced it. Oh, so yeah, I, I don't know where I fall on this. Uh, well, one, I mean, whatever drugs Mike takes for his ED is fine. That's good for it's his, his personal life. But the um, for 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 sports, I think it's a slippery slope because you have to have people who make a decision on what is performance enhancing. Like Mike said, like you know, is is a Red Bull is is, is that bad? Or snorting a line of coke before you go to bed is that bad? Like somebody's making rules, and that means it's subjective. And and I don't know if it's ever going to make sense long term, or if we just let people play and have it be entertaining and have less rules and people can choose to destroy their bodies however they choose to destroy their bodies maybe that's the best way to go because it'd be almost impossible to regulate because you know eventually and it's probably happening today is there's probably performance enhancing things they're just undetectable right that people are doing i mean russia has perfected this for you know decades now with uh with their olympic sports uh bypassing uh testing so if they're the, they're not the only ones out there in the universe if you're if you have an opportunity to make you know, hundred million dollars because uh, you're gonna you're gonna perform better. You're gonna do what you can to perform better, right? Like it's a, it's an easy it's an easy uh, argument to make, an easy decision to make. But you just have to make that at your own own cost of, of what you're willing to do. So I don't know. I so I'm gonna leave it as I can go both ways. You have to follow the rules, uh, whatever the rules are. But uh, uh, also, it's there for entertainment, and it's almost un. It's there's no way to have a clear a clear line on what performance enhancement really is. So. Okay. All I care about is consistent play. Play consistently so we can bet on you appropriately. That's what we want. Show up, do your job, play well, let us make money on you, and then I'll be happy. I don't care what what drugs you may be on. Amen to that. All right. So on that very positive, awesome note, let's wrap this all up, guys. Uh, If you like what you hear, make sure you download, like, and subscribe, Uh, share it with a friend because sharing is caring and make sure you keep following us and talking to us out on Twitter at you bet underscore podcast, a lot of bonus picks, a lot of fun stuff happening out there. Uh, Follow us there on Twitter to keep the conversation going. So thanks for joining us today. May the odds forever be in your favor and good luck on your picks, everybody. Have a good weekend. See ya.